Welcome to the 71st episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Taryn Messer, a photographer. Enjoy. Free Pizza, the platform for creatives, and today we have the wonderful Tanner Messer in here. What's up? The wonderful Tanner Messer is doing great. How you doing? I'm doing well. Like, I'm just glad you're here. You're a ball of energy. I know. I'm trying to be a ball of energy. He walked, he, he came in with this big thing of beer, like a Sierra Nevada. This, I guess, is, is counts as two bottles. Yeah, it's just and two one. bottles in one. And he ain't bring me shit, so. Anyway, <laughs> on to the interview, I guess, right? I'm sorry. I can give love in return. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, Tanner's like a fantastic photographer. One of the best. Don't flatter me. I'm flattering you because it's so damn good. Oh, well, thank um, you. So yeah, so like, tell us, you know, where that all, where that started. You know what I'm saying? Where that started? Well, I mean, photography for me started at a really young age. You know, I got my first Polaroid camera when I was like four years old. My mom was just trying to pawn it off on me to distract me because she didn't want me, you know, <laughs> fucking up her shit or doing anything else during that day. So she just gave it to me to kind of, like, mess around with and do stuff like that. Yeah. And so I've been, like, photographing since then. Like, yeah, just since then I've been doing it. That's and insane. grew to have a passion for it as I, like, got older. That's so sick. So tell us what you were uh, photographing when you were that age. Were you, just, like, outside with your friends or around the house or what? I mean, well, I lived out in the middle of nowhere, like, oh, outside nice. of Asheville. Okay. And... Like, it would take me 45 minutes to get to Asheville because, like, where I lived at was Canton, North Carolina. Okay. Just a small paper mill town. Like, there wasn't much there. Like, I lived in the boonies version, so it's like I didn't have cell service growing up. Okay. So, I mean, and we had, like, a huge pond, like, a bunch of animals. So I was always outside just, like, taking random pictures of, like, the animals and stuff. And then I have a really close-knit family, so I yeah. was taking trying to take embarrassing photos of them <laughs> that I could like run around and blackmail them with because they're Polaroids you get it right then and Absolutely. I'm like look at your face <laughs> so I get chased around the house and like, get joy out of throw that. that photo away exactly and I still have them <laughs> <laughs> that's so amazing so wow that's crazy so did you, when did you I guess go into like a digital camera like when did that happen um I guess that was like the beginning of high school for me, okay, so I got like, yeah, yeah okay. I got my first digital camera, and it wasn't even like a DSLR, it wasn't nothing big, it was like one of those Sony cyber shots, I thought it was so cool, because you could just like pull the front of it down, and it would like turn on, I was like, yeah, and it was touch screen, and I felt so cool having that, Yes. Um, but little did I know, later on, I would like be like, this is the cool shit. <laughs> Uh, but I loved it, and so I, that's when I started photographing a lot more. Like, that was the camera, because in high school, I had the opportunity to go to Spain. Okay. And so I went to Spain, and, like, that's the camera I took with me. And I still, like, go back and forth, and I look at those pictures, and I'm like, it's awesome to see a transformation within yourself, mm -hmm. and at the same time, just, like see where you kind of started at, like what your perspective was back then. Yeah. So I like to go back to my old cameras and just oh, like yeah. check stuff out like that sometimes. That's amazing. Yeah. So 
kind of give us a glimpse of how it was when you had that camera when you were in high school and stuff. Were you doing portraits? I know you went to Spain, but what were you doing? What were you doing outside of that? Uh, well, not really portrait work. Like honestly, that didn't come until later. But I was really into like just like landscapes yeah. and nature okay. photography. Okay. I did quite a bit of that because <laughs> I was surrounded by it constantly. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's where I lived at. Yeah. So. I grew to like enjoy the beauty of that and the solitude of it and just trying to capture that with like my photographs. Absolutely. So were there any kind of art classes or photography classes in high school at all or did that come later? There was art classes in high school. I stuck with them all the way through. Like I got to like honors art four and stuff like that Mm -hmm. by my senior year. But they actually never offered like like a photography class. Like we didn't have that in our curriculum and so it was my senior year that they actually decided to put in like a little like photography section of it so that's like when it hit me because I mean I had been doing painting drawing and all this other stuff like throughout art class and my main thing was painting at the time so you know I didn't think I would get into photography as like a medium of art Mm -hmm. and I just like fell in love with it when I had to do that because I was just like, this is awesome. It's like kind of painting, but without having to actually do the painting. That's how I looked at it at first. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I was much rather into using a camera than I was a paintbrush. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's crazy. So I've never heard of of, it described like that. That's that's different. Um, So I guess the gap between, I guess, senior year and choosing uncg yeah what was that gap like or did you know that what you wanted to do or like did you want to do art in school or were you initially i went into i wanted to do art i wanted to do like a major in art so bad but you know my family there was a lot of family pressure that was like you know you're not gonna make money in the arts you can't really like do much with that like it's really hard to like become an artist and sell your work and make a living off of that and going into it with that mindset and being told that like I went into school as a psychology major Okay. which you know is still like a passion of mine like I just took psychology classes all the way up through my senior year in college but it's just like I my first semester I had an art 100 class okay. you know simple like art <laughs> just for like on Pinterest <laughs> I took a test on Pinterest for that class but it was just like me sitting in there as opposed to my psychology classes I was like what am I doing? Yeah. Like, why am I wanting to pick something where I'm going to have to be writing papers, doing, like, research into stuff that it's just, like, at that point, over my head and mm-hmm. scared me more than art scared me. Okay. Because okay. I knew I could tackle it and go after it. Yep. So that first semester, going into second one, I was like, I switched my major. And I never went back after that. I just stuck with the studio art. I was like... Sorry, family. Like, yeah, I'm gonna ask you about this that. is me. Like, this is what I'm gonna try and pursue. What it brings me, I'll find out when I get there. Like, yeah, you know, this is just a little journey I'm gonna be taking. Absolutely. And y'all can tag along with me, support me, or just watch me from the sidelines. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I think as a parent, like a lot of artists here, um, parents had that kind of same view of you know taking the art in college. I'm like, as a parent, I would rather spend the money. Or my kid be, you know, 
use his money for something he actually really wanted to do. Like that, that this that is so confusing to me of why parents like that. But I get it because they're kind of you know <coughs> traditionally traditionally that's like not the yeah. best path to go. But exactly. I'm like, go do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like and, like when like when you said that, it just reminded me like because I don't know, my mom is my best friend. Like that's who okay. you know. It was me and my mom growing up, and so. She was the one that was skeptical of it, which drove me away from it. But once I decided to do it, she was still skeptical. But I remember my sophomore year in college, it was second semester, I get a letter from my mom. I wasn't expecting it at all. And it was like this card. And in the card, she, like, I still have it. I still, like, have it set up in my room. But (laughs) uh, in the card, she had just written, you know, no matter what you do with your life, I'm going to be here standing by you, supporting you. I love it. This is what you want. You go after it, and you know you're going to do great with it. Absolutely. And... I don't know. I just bust out in tears when I heard the, like when I read it. I was like, "Oh, mom, like you believe in me?" That's good. Yeah. So it was just a great feeling, and I think that's like when it kicked me in the ass. Like, I definitely you're definitely gonna fucking do this, dude. I like, you're to. gonna do it. Absolutely have to. Yeah. No, matter, no matter what now, because my yeah. mom's like, you know, I count my mom. Unless she's uh, banking support. on me now, so <laughs> now I have to make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So tell us about that. So tell us about. I guess going through the art program and that transition from psychology and any maybe scares you had along the way? Um, I mean, definitely jumping into like studio art without being able to go into your concentration first. Kind of a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily the best drawer or like whatever the word is you would call illustrator, it. I guess. Illustrator. <laughs> no, no. See, I don't yeah. even know the terminology for that, but. <laughs> Um, I wasn't the best at it. If I took my time and busted my ass at it, I could pull it out. So, I mean, like, the drawing classes and the 3D design classes, it never really tickled... Sorry, I burped. You're good. Sorry. It never really, like, tickled my fancy. Like, that wasn't my outlet that I easily was able to express myself in. Absolutely, yeah. Now, sculpturally, I, like probably would have done that outside of photography just because really? i yeah i enjoy building stuff like for my photos and everything like i build all my own props like yeah. i don't really go out and buy them because who can afford that shit? that is true yeah so yes. i'm all about <laughs> innovative like Saving money i can yes. make this yes but um i still wanted the psychology thing to influence my art mm-hmm. because for myself you know there is this cliche artist or depressed stuff like that mm-hmm. but you know beginning going into like the whole foundation stuff and everything i was at a really low point in my life and i was like just severely depressed riddled with anxiety constantly you mm-hmm. know and okay. i didn't understand why at the time or like what was going on with me but you know i found that art was an outlet in order for me to kind of express that so, I mean, I look back at my beginning work, and I'm like, this is definitely darker than where you're at now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, apparent to me. But getting... Damn, what was the rest of the question? I totally <laughs> zoomed off. Well, I really asked. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that to me. No, you were fine. <laughs> no, I was asking, like, you know, how the... The curriculum was with the art classes curriculum. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, that I stuff. got off topic. And any doubts or anything you had along the oh, way? Oh, well, that would be my doubt yeah, along that, the yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I 
just made this huge transition and i'm like what the hell am i doing with my life yeah so it was just like all of that added up on together and i wanted to include like the psychology that i knew of myself Mm -hmm. and the like psychology i learned at school to influence my artwork right because art to me is a very psychological thing absolutely if you want to be a conceptual artist you need to know how the mind works okay and you got to study that you got to understand it you got to know that type of stuff in order to properly convey your message in my opinion right okay so I felt that they went hand in hand. So I continued the psychology classes. Ones that I felt more along, like, went with my genre of, like, I guess my photography, what I was going for, my message. And so that gave me hope within the doubt Mm -hmm. going through that. Absolutely. So that would be my one thing with that. That's awesome. And I hear that um, UNCG's, uh, um, our program is very strict. As far as, like, I guess, straight as far as time and, like, cause usually when you're in that, you're, like, you're in that. Like, yeah. I'm at, I wonder how you... <laughs> yeah. So, the psychology thing, how'd you, how were you able to balance that? I'm curious. Well, I mean, after gen eds are done and all that bullshit that you have to do in order to, like, get to the stuff you like to do, um, I just continued taking specific psychology classes. Gotcha. Okay. That like, I took women and gender studies. I took, like, the sexuality classes and stuff like that because that's what my art was starting to lean on to mm-hmm. like that was stuff that i needed to know you know the proper terminology of things in order to explain myself and you know justify my message behind what okay. i was making that makes a lot of sense i guess that probably transferred over into the work that you were doing in those art classes you know for your um for those classes and stuff so <clears throat> you get past the gen eds all the drawing all the other stuff that you're not really interested in so you're diving into your concentration yeah um, so tell us how that was and maybe what you mostly gained for, from it and what maybe surprised you. Honestly, it was kind of scary as shit in the <laughs> yeah. beginning. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, um, because photo one there was like darkroom, like film photography. Mm-hmm. I had never done that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting myself into in the darkroom. But, I mean... Leah uh, Sobsey, she was great. She, like, taught me everything I needed to know in the dark room. And, you know, I appreciate starting with film now and then, like, transitioning into digital. Yeah. Because the film photography for me is what made me understand light and how it worked. And that the camera wasn't really my tool that I was working with, but I was rather working with time and light. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like my medium isn't necessarily photography, but like what I use, like, or not medium is photography, but like what I do as an artist is photography, Mm -hmm. but my mediums are uh, light and time. Ooh. Yeah. Just like a painter uses paint. Like, that's what I use. Okay. (laughs) That's amazing. That's very, that's exactly what photography is. I never never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what you're trying to capture. That's what's, you know, translating to your camera. So yeah, yeah. you got to learn that. you got to know about that. And I feel like the film photography definitely gave me a grasp on that understanding that yeah. digital wouldn't have. Exactly. You know, and that's one of my only qualms with myself not going to school for it because I would have gotten that um, kind of foundation first. And I'm, there, I'm always very envious of people who actually got to go through that. I, I would honestly say the proper way. 
um, but not necessarily. I'm not offending one and not doing film photography, but like yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so give us maybe another, you know, a few points, you know, a few things to remember about just going through the, you know, going through um, stuff at UNCG. Uh, undergrad was a bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> like with the art department, you know, our studio classes are three hours long. Yes. God, and for yeah. e- like, and I'm you're taking four. Like, I took four in a semester. God knows why. I oh my god, to do you that. took four? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I was just fucking insane that semester. Yeah, because for each three hour class, they expect you to put six hours of work into that one outside of class. Yep. So. I didn't sleep a lot. Uh, but that's, that's that's no way you, there's no way you <laughs> I slept. I did very little sleeping, but honestly, that's when I busted out a lot of stuff, and I got a butter, better understanding of, like, what I was wanting to go for. Absolutely. Like, if I hadn't have just, like, kicked my own ass with that one, I wouldn't have known myself a little bit better as an artist. Right, right. Yeah. No. But definitely... It was a bitch, man. It's yeah. hard stuff. People don't understand that, like, yeah. art school is, like, hard. Like, Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of other majors that are out there that are just as difficult, but I feel like art is one that's overlooked in a way that's like, oh, you're just drawing, or, like, your classes are just, like, <laughs> yeah. you're playing with cardboard. You're <laughs> But really, I'm, like, crying in the background because I'm like, how are you other people doing this? And yes. then there's me. And you have to bust your ass to get to, like, the level that these other people start at. Yes. It's yeah. a very undervalued course of study. Because yeah. it's crazy. People have that thought process. You know, come out of college or you study art. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, people don't really take you seriously. Yeah, it's so, like, I'm busting my ass. Yeah. Motherfucker. Like, I, ser- I serve tables. Like, I'm a server. And yeah. so, like, of course people are like, so what do you do? Like, outside of this. And I'm like... Oh, well, you know, I got my art degree in photography <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And they just look at me and they're like, oh, well, I bet weddings and st- headshots are so Yes, yes. Shit. I'm like, you have no idea, bitch. I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that. Weddings are not fun. They are not. Headshots are too simple for me. Fair enough. And, well, I mean, it's not that they're too simple. It's just... Uh, when I photograph, I do it for me. I do it for myself. Yeah. Because yeah. photography is my artistic practice. Right. And I don't care what anybody says. When you're making art, you're making it through yourself, for yourself, to resonate with others. Right. Right. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. If it does, then you are successful in a sense. Wow. Yeah. You just feel, you're killing me with the knowledge today. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> The free piece of podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. So, and when you were going through those uh, those major courses, what were you taking photos of? Like, what do you remember? Any classes that really stood out to you? Then you know, really pushed you. Yeah, it was my photo two class. Okay. That's when I met like one of the most influential people in my artistic practice today, Babette Shaw. She is okay. like okay, okay. She is my art mother. That's what I tell her. She is. <laughs> I'm like, you're just like my mom, but you're my mentor. Like, yeah, yeah. I still keep in touch with her like today, and she's still helps me with my like my work and you know critiques me on what i need to do and she helps push me in the right directions and i really built that you know relationship with her that year 
And she was one that really pushed me to think more conceptually okay. and outside the box. Okay. And to really start thinking of what I was going to do. Because at the end of my like photo one class in film, I had done these self-portraits that I really enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. And typically, I hate having pictures taken of myself. Okay. Like, I always hated that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. no one knows how to take a damn picture take of my me. good side, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I started doing self-portraits in my photo two class digitally, and I don't know. I was like, I'm capturing myself, and I'm enjoying it. Like, this is how I feel I'm supposed to be portrayed. Yes. Whether that's like an unconscious realization of like me wanting to be idealized in like a societal sense of what I'm supposed to be idealized as yeah and I can successfully do that with like lighting and just like dressing myself up in a certain type of way mm-hmm. yeah and then just pushing that further but then I became my own subject starting then I became... I only do self-portraiture now. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all of my work is of me and about me. And I look at that as just like... That was my first step in exploring myself through my art. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And she kind of helped you for the two class. Kind of helped you realize that at, I guess, kind of an early time. Yeah. For the two was probably, what, your junior year? It was technically my sophomore year. Sophomore year. So it was really early on. So that's cool that you kind of got that before you got too far exactly um awesome so i guess a lot of your work then still kind of translates into kind of what it is now yeah like Mm -hmm. definitely looking back there was there's a hardcore evolution of like everything that i've done fuck yeah but i still get the sense that i'm building on the same concept from when i started okay because when i started it was you know coming out of that rough era of my life and everything i was like who the fuck am i yeah like, who am I as a person? What do I mean to myself and, like, to others and all this other stuff? And so I didn't know my own identity in that sense. So I wanted to, you know, explore myself through photography and learn my identity. Yeah. What do I enjoy looking like? What do I enjoy portraying? Ooh, I like what do I, I, like, enjoy to see myself as that I may not be able to be in reality. Right, right. Yeah. And so I think that that really started to push me to like go on in that route for it. That's crazy how something so simple can put you into like such new realities. You know, yeah. what you what you want to be and you can capture that however you want and all that. That's beautiful. That's really fucking cool. So I guess moving okay through those classes and you know you're, you're passing on your classes and you're going you know, to get ready to graduate how so what were you thinking when i guess you were graduating like as far as making that kind of a career path i cried a yeah lot. <laughs> <laughs> i cried a lot yeah. um not in front of people just by myself so, so they're they're like more what sad. what's going on yeah i'm like showing arby's in my mouth like where am i going <laughs> but i mean it was just it was hard coming out of it because I, I was just at that place like, what, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, I've had all these utilities at my disposal. Like, that's why I've been able to make what I've been able to make. Like, where am I going to get that from? Mm-hmm. How am I going to continue my practice when mm-hmm. I don't have space to have a studio in my own? Excuse me. Yes. Yeah, that's that. I was, I was like, don't hold him in. Just I know. I saw your face. And I was like, I'm just going to let it just out. Just let it out. 
<laughs> so I did. <laughs> I wish there was a camera. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so it was just a scary realization of like, how are you going to continue this? Yeah. And I probably didn't pick up my camera for like eight months. After no I way. Yeah. No way. I just couldn't. I was so upset about it. I mean, I would do it like if I had to like go and do a job essentially mm-hmm. like yeah. i was photographing yeah. something and i was making money out of it that's the only reason yeah i wasn't doing it for like for yourself yeah i wasn't yeah. doing it to make art i wasn't doing it to like look at it in that type of way i was kind of mad at my camera i guess you could say i see that i could definitely understand that yeah um so i guess what what kind of brought you out of that funk give us a kind of a, a glimpse of that Well, after I graduated, I guess, yeah, technically after I graduated, I had still taken one more class. It was like a summer course. Yeah. And that's when I got to go to Italy. And I stayed there for about a month, a month and like a week or something like that. And I started working with Polaroids a lot. Because I worked with Polaroids a lot my senior year. Yes. And I was just, you know, diving into that and seeing what they could do. But I started this new process with the Polaroid, uh, their emulsion lifts. Okay. Yeah. So I essentially just take the Polaroid apart, cut off the fine little emulsion layer that's just like, you can touch it one little way and it just rips the whole thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was a pain in the ass to like get it first, but I would just collage that on the watercolor paper and paint over it and they would just look like these dreamy little like windows of like just abstract angles and stuff so i really started to get into that and i was making more of those than i was working digitally Mm -hmm. so like polaroids were kind of just like what i was messing with at the time because you know i was like this is accessible this is like what i get is what i get and i have this to work with at this moment so fuck my digital camera i'm like gonna do this because it's instantaneous and i don't have to worry about anything else that's freaking cool so you ditching your camera like were you thinking about the the work you were doing on the side where you just like fuck all that that's not what i want to do yeah i'm doing this no yeah. nothing else i was like this isn't these are the ideas that i can have with the polaroids i was like what can i do with multiple ones what yeah. you know like collage those together put them together make like a whole scene out of like 20 polaroids like there's no reason you should take just one when you can have a bigger image of like some yeah. weird collaged perspective stuff. Absolutely, and that's cool because I've never seen that before ever. Um, and those listening, you should definitely click the link where his website is because it's gonna be in the description and look at look and see what I'm talking about because they're very surreal. I'm wondering like how in the world did you did you do that? <laughs> you know, patience. So and you know these are also portraits like you said. Yeah. Um, so what how do you i guess let me just jump into your current work how are you do you have like an idea what you want to do before you start shooting or do you just kind of just go for it off a whim see i'm one of those weirdos that works backwards okay so i i don't shoot until the very end oh wow okay yeah okay so and i mean like once i shoot i'll like go and shoot again if i don't like the way something is and i'll tweak it but mm-hmm. i don't shoot until the very end because i feel like i need to do my research into what I'm wanting to do, do a little free writing, understand like my ideas and concepts that I'm wanting to push and go for with that work. And 
I kind of just have a vision of the final product in my head. Right. And my goal is to get to that final product that I've, you know, idealized in my head and what I want there to be. Um, granted, like, once you start that, there's so many fuck-ups. You yeah. Know, and you you have that. to run with it. You yeah. Know? Like, for, like, those Polaroids, those collage ones that I did, I would take about 40 Polaroid shots and only get maybe 12 to 16 that I liked. Wow. So I'm wasting, like, all that other stuff. Not necessarily wasting, because no, I not reuse it were... in other stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about you can reuse it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, for other, yeah. other endeavors. I just reuse it for other stuff. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so it's like, I was still taking a lot of time doing that. But... Fuck, I forgot where no, I No, you're going. good. That was it. That was that, that, that was it. it. Answer perfectly. Okay. Um, well, that was my answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Best interview ever. He actually warned me before this. He was like, he didn't warn me. He told me he was like, this is going to be the best interview ever. And it is absolutely yeah. the funniest one of the funniest ones so Tell far. me if I start to ramble too. No, no, I you're feel like I'm doing You're not rambling though. Like you're, all your answers are so they're they're relevant. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell us about I guess your first show outside of school. My first show outside of school. I remember school. going to one, I think it was, how was it, two years ago? It was outside at the GPS. Oh, yeah. I did have one at the GPS. Yep. Um, my friend Christopher Burleson, who's also a photographer, and I graduated with him, um, he had actually like curated this whole show. Mm-hmm. And so he invited me to like have one of my pictures in it and... Of course I did it. It was from like this um, Caravaggio series that I did where I Ooh. recreated Caravaggio paintings yes. in the studio. And he took one of those and just put it up. I like gave it to him at the end since he showed it and everything. Yeah. And he was one of my good friends. I'm like, you can have some of this. Here's some art. <laughs> you can have. I enjoy giving people art that do me well. But Yes, of course. Yeah, it's a sharing thing. But So I did that one. And then... At the same time, it was, like, in October. Uh, October's Photography Month, if anybody didn't know I didn't that. even know you that. You know it now. Dude, that's pretty bad. I yeah, feel October is that. Photography Month, and that's when the Click Photography Festival goes on within the triad. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so that's when the Click <laughs> Photography Festival goes on in the triad. Um, and I was lucky enough to meet Bryce Lankard, who is a phenomenal photographer, and he was putting on a show that consisted only of Polaroids. Oh, and shit. Yeah, and luckily I had done a portfolio review where he had been there and he saw them and he was like, I need these, I need to show these. And that just like made my heart jump. I was like, yes, you do, was you like, do. Yeah. yeah, so I ended up getting to show three of my pieces from that series in a show in Durham for the Click Photography Festival. Yo, that is like awesome. Yeah, so that was like my first like big thing that I did like right out of school. Right. Which right. was also a good feeling because I'm like, I'm doing this as soon as I get out of school. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, there's some hope out there. I was, yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you if there was like a little spark. Like, okay, cool. I can kind of make this work. You know, because yeah. obviously you're very, it's kind of niche. Yeah. You know, obviously, and people always ask, well, how do you make money off that? I was like, well, there, there's there's ways to do everything. And yeah. that's, you know, that's how, you know, that house. And it's not even done. necessarily how you make money off of that. It's, I make money to support the practice. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, then absolutely. maybe that'll end up making me some money and mm-hmm. whatnot. But that's just like a little added extra to what I'm doing on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to like put in a little bit of work in order to like make the work is the way I look at it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Do you, were there any more between, I guess, that and now? Any more shows or in uh, zines or anything? It or? wasn't a show after that one. I actually got accepted into an artist residency. Fuck yes. Yeah, fuck yes. It was amazing experience that I had. Uh, it was at the Atlantic Center of the Arts in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. So Ooh. I got to go down to Florida for about three weeks. Ooh, and tell us about that. The master artist I was learning under, Linda Troller, she's another huge influence, like, on my work, I would say. Just, like, sitting and having conversations with her really opened up my eyes. Not even to, like, art itself, but, like, to my own self-identity. She made me realize a lot about myself just sitting there with her. Um, And so that was probably one of the bigger moments that I had, and I made a lot of work coming into like coming out of that i had uh that's when i started my whole venus series and yes. she was the one that yeah. helped me you know t- start to transition into that and really start to explore you know more than just like you know androgyny but like really start to push that in my work and make people question things absolutely and that's what i enjoy so was that what your whole resi- residency um experience was print kind of focused on yeah doing so that. the residency itself was people were accepted uh you had to like apply for it and it was a work like a workshop on identity gotcha. photography relating to identity gotcha. which is exactly what all my stuff was absolutely so, absolutely luckily, so you're already like on track to that yeah. anyways you realize <laughs> that making photo too and it was kind of funny because when i was there i was the second youngest person which i wasn't i, I mean i was kind of <laughs> expecting that but at the same time, I thought there'd be more people my age. But I learned so much from these other people that were mm-hmm. there. Like, yeah. I there's just and I, I made so many friends. Like, I have so many friends in different parts of the country now because I went to this one residency. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was lucky enough to get accepted to it and lucky enough to get to go there. That's really damn um, cool. And that was something really beneficial to me coming out of school because. I mean, it was another just kick in the ass. Like, you got to keep making work. Like, you just busted out, like, 15 pieces in, like, two weeks. (laughs) Which is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm like, so come on. Keep it going. Absolutely. It didn't, though. (laughs) It didn't. I fell back off with the shit. Yep. Because I was like, God, that was exhausting, man. About three weeks? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I was like, damn, how did I do that? And so it took me a little bit to get, like, the wheels going and whatnot, but I finally started to pick back up on it and start working on it again. Right. And for our listeners that maybe kind of is maybe their first podcast they've listened to on Free Pizza, um, we've had a few people who have been residencies, and all the experiences are pretty crazy. But tell us kind of what a residency is for people who may not know what that is. So an artist residency is just like something you apply to you may get accepted you may not just like everything else is in the fucking art world yeah um (laughs) but when you get there once you get accepted and everything you just stay there for the certain amount of time that you're given in order to work you're given your own studio spaces Mm -hmm. to create you have a master artist that is there to help guide you with your work and you know help push you further within your concepts and what you're wanting out of it and you get to meet all these new people from different parts. Like, I had a Russian woman that was in my group with me, Svetlana, and I love her. I got to meet her <laughs> husband and her baby. And Hell 
Yeah. And she's an amazing photographer and individual. And those are like little things that you get out of artist residencies, like when you take them on. And it's a good thing to apply for because it helps you fortify new work. It mm -hmm. helps you, you know, see other people's work that's contemporary and what other people are working on at the same time you are. So if some of your ideas are correlating with other people, you know you're on the right track yep. or something. Absolutely. Something of your time, which is what you need to be talking about. Yep. That's awesome. And I guess it's not anything you can fail, right? Like you when you the three weeks are over, that's just you kind of just that's it yeah i mean yeah. like necessarily you go into it and you don't even really have to make any work okay like because where i went it was like secluded and kind of like a wooded area and mm -hmm. florida and everything it took us like a 15 minute drive to get to the beach but they had like all these little places like around in the forest that were like these little shack things yeah and you could just go and sit in them and there were a few days i would just go up there and like meditate and then do some writings and whatnot and i wouldn't even go to the photo studio that day to like make anything because it gives you an opportunity to actually just get away from everything yeah, and really exactly. sit down with yourself and mm -hmm. think and just like be with yourself and understand it and you don't get that that often when you're in other places because <laughs> there's true. so much other shit going on and yes. it's just it's a relief and it's it makes you love art that much more i think absolutely it sounds yeah. like a productive uh uh i guess freedom of some sort you know from you know from home which sounds amazing i want to do that so badly yeah. <laughs> you know it's um, nice yeah, so the three weeks are up. You had a little, a little, you know, time where you kind of took a, some time off. Yeah, a little plateau. A little there. plateau, yeah, which is fine. Breaks are most needed. Yeah. You, you, gotta have to, you have to take breaks, people. Oh, yeah. It's important. You have to. So, I guess, tell us how, what you kind of did after that was over. So, I mean, after the break was over, I mean, like, during the break, even, uh, I was, I did a lot of writing. I oh, write yeah. a lot for my work because dealing with it being myself, I just talk to myself when I write. I'm like asking myself questions and then answering them in the next sentence type deal. Um, and I learn a lot through that. Mm -hmm. I learn a lot about myself and being honest with myself and having it written down in front of you. It's just like validation. Like you may be thinking this, but you've written it down here. That's hard proof yeah so it helps me understand routes that i should take more in order to like jump back into the photography and where i know i need to jump back into it Love that. um so it helps me just like get back to a point that i'm like okay i'm stable right now i have some time i can do this yes like i've been writing non-stop so here it goes. Let's start to fuck some shit up. Dude, fuck yes. I love that. And, you know, I tell people all the time, we should explore other mediums, you know, just for that reason, for the breaks. Because yeah. you didn't, I wouldn't even call that a break. I mean, honestly, you just kind of, from photography, yes, but I'm yeah. still, like, translating, I, you know, transferring ideas to something. Oh, yeah. And you it's know? like, going back to my writings, like... I use certain phrases that I say to myself. Like, if I catch me saying it, like, continuously to myself, I set that phrase aside. Okay. I'm like, that's something that could go with this series. That's something I'm telling myself within this. Absolutely. Because, I mean, like you were saying, like, photography isn't the only medium that I work with. Yeah, you do a lot so, of other things. Yeah, like, I, I've started to really get into fiber arts. 
Okay. Yeah, and so like I've been embroidering different phrases on silk in order to go with the Venus series that's mm-hmm. going on right now, mm-hmm. and I've got myself a loom, so I'm starting to loom and like weave different objects into like the looms themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to branch out a little bit and try and make other things that still correlate with like the vision and the series that I have. Yeah. So it, it all is is it's all working together. Yeah, it's all working together. That's like the main goal of it. Yeah. But like during those breaks, that's what I focus on is mm-hmm. the other stuff. Just the behind the scenes stuff of those projects. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I mean like I could be making a prop or something for like a photo that I think I want to take. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually I end, I end up taking it and I'm like, "Oh damn, glad I made that." Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah, so I'm like still semi-productive i'm just like actually realizing it right now that i've like been semi-productive during what i would call my dead periods of not making free pizza is sponsored by the center for visual artists also known as cva we are a nonprofit arts organization that supports local emerging artists as well as the greensboro arts community please come visit us at 200 north davies street in Greensboro, North Carolina, inside the Cultural Arts Center in downtown. Right. So, oh my thank goodness! Thank you for that. Absolutely. <laughs> I need to. That's why I need to start doing you know, uh, kind of gaps of braces, find something else to kind of, you know, get across what I'm trying to do with uh, other medium. But that's freaking cool. Kudos to you on that. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't even realize that shit. Um, but then you're welcome. Damn it. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> So you're doing the Venus series right now. Yeah, that's the one that I'm focusing on right okay, now. Okay, so tell us don't you know tell us everything, of course, because you can put it out <laughs> soon. But kinda tell us kinda like how that came in, you know, to fruition and how you're kinda getting those ideas out. So before I started the Venus series, I was doing the Caravaggio series, where I was recreating Caravaggio paintings. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing that was with that was the hints on homoeroticism through Renaissance art and how we were initially subconsciously ingrained with that. Mm-hmm. And it was an accepted thing back then, and mm-hmm. little did we know we were accepting it all throughout our history. Yeah. But it's such a big deal now. Like, like to be gay is outlandish nowadays. It's like, what? Yeah. Gay? That's yeah. never existed. Like, What's half that? of our society is like, fuck yeah, like, do what you want to do. And then the other half is, I don't even want to say what I think that they would say. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. don't say that. No, don't say that, <laughs> that because that I respect be. myself yes. and other people. Please. Yeah, but, so I mean, that's like what I was hitting on with that was like, really trying to accentuate the homoeroticism. So I did, like, Boy with a Fruit Basket, and I had, like, eggplants and bananas and all this stuff, like, hanging out of it. Fuck yeah, good yeah. stuff. And so I'm just like, because that's what that was, you know, he was sexualizing this young guy, but, yeah. you know. And so coming out of that, I was like, so this is what you're kind of hitting on, is sexuality and gender fluidity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And realizing that within myself because you know like i was saying before like these self-portraits are reflections of me and me searching through myself so i think venus was kind of like a come to terms like this is who you are like you're a bisexual person you're like i want to say genderqueer non-binary type deal because Mm -hmm. you know some days you feel 
feminine some days i feel masculine yo that's dope yeah Yeah. and it's like i shouldn't have to deal with embracing one or the other when i'm just both yeah yeah so i'm like i'm whatever you want to call me essentially (laughs) yeah like i don't care (laughs) i'm just me yeah and that's how i view it that's my philosophy is like never a coming out moment i've just always been me yeah yeah and i've just come to terms with that and i think that's what venus helped me like get to and everything and then just learning to embrace that more through the work i make with it yeah absolutely yeah are you finding i guess because you're making props your props and all that and Mm -hmm. the fiber the fiber stuff and fabric stuff how how did that go as smoothly as you wanted as far as did it is is it working the product you, you made I mean, practice makes perfect okay. that shit, gotcha. needless gotcha. to say. Uh, the fiber work, it's very tedious. Yeah. And it's really tedious for me because it's not something that I'm very proficient in yet. Um, but a lot of it has to do with, like, the connotation that fiber work is women's work. Oh, I mean yeah. that, yeah. Fiber has always been associated with women. Women make the clothes. Women sew like that. Women yeah. are the menders. So I felt like for myself as a male taking on that femininity of like, I can sew. I can like stitch this together. I can embroider. I mm-hmm. can do this. Yeah. Like there's no, it's not for male or female. It's for, for anyone everyone. that can do it. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. silly. And it's like kind of going against that because I mean that's been thoughts that people have had since early 1900s. Yeah, like it's just been there, and it doesn't need to be there. (laughs) I love that you're you're like jumping over so many boundaries (laughs) on this where you're just like I'm doing what the fuck I want. Fuck everybody. I mean, yeah, essentially, like I think that's how it should be. I agree. I agree. Like that's just who I am. I guess I'm just like you can love it, you can hate it. It's there. I'm not trying to offend anybody by what I do. I'm just trying to love myself and show other people that I love them. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. So when when can we when do we expect when do you expect us to see the final parts of this project? Final parts of this project? Probably it's going to be like middle of next year is okay. my goal. Perfect. Like at least by next June I want to have something more fortified. At least like 20 fortified pieces that i'm proud of right right yeah because i mean i i make a lot of stuff but like i feel some of it beats out the other stuff and i'm like this is better than that i can replace it yeah 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 well i'm gonna be looking out for it yeah so we have a show or something that'd be great um one thing i want to ask you and i should have prepared you for this one because it might be maybe a complex answer uh question but um on your site you go to your site and you see fine art and photographer so Fine art photography. Fine art and photographer? Is yes. that what it says? Yes. That's a typo, man. <laughs> oh, no. I should just say fine art photographer. Oh. Because I had freelance there, but I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. wondering if that maybe was like, you kind of no. you kind of see those as two if different things. If you go things. to my website, everyone ignore that. That's you need just to go me. <laughs> I'll go fix that. Squarespace hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So okay, yeah. But do you have another question? I yes. Wasn't prepared for um, absolutely. Um. We'll see. Okay. Come <laughs> Who on. Knows? Bring it. <laughs> now I want to know some of your inspirations. There was, you know, other artists that you're, if, if, if any, if any. Well, definitely, like I mentioned earlier, Babette Shaw, Linda Troller. Those two have been great in my life. Um, 
But I mean, you know, some people that other people other people may know of Arno McKinnon. He's one of my favorite photographers. John Copeland. Um, he's amazing. Uh, even Robert Maplethorpe. He was definitely an influence. And then Andy Warhol did a whole series of Polaroids. Oh, I didn't think are, about that. Yeah, they are beautiful. And so that was another one. But I mean, outside of photographers, like fashion, like and stuff like that, is a big influence within my work as well. I feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like. I look at Tilda Swinton and I'm like, why can't I be you? <laughs> like, I would love to be Tilda Swinton. Like, I, yeah. what are you? I just look at her and I'm like, what are you? You're not of this world. I want to be looked at like that. Like, yeah. people are just like, what the fuck is that? But yeah, but still, like, so beautiful. And then, yeah. like, Ezra Miller nowadays I've with everything. Ezra- that, oh, he was a fantastic beast. Yeah, everything yeah. That they've been doing yeah. is just like. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, those photos are sit the Playboy thing. Yes, I'm like the shit. That's like what I'm trying to do, and you're out here like doing it. Yes. Okay. Damn. I see you. Yes. But yeah. So I mean, like, it's not only like photographers that influence my work. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, and it's. I kind of got that when even you said you were painting back in the day. I was like, he's probably influenced by. the world pretty much oh yeah that's why whatever. I did Caravaggio and I'm like master yes. of light all that like that's my medium right <laughs> like and you got that title so I'm gonna try and beat you out absolutely, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah a lot of like renaissance art is what I look at a lot Ooh, of yeah, yeah, yeah the renaissance period because I don't know the lighting during those paintings I'm like oh Rembrandt oh <laughs> oh yes. yeah you know I'm just like damn you got it that's freaking so crazy, dude. So I'm wondering, like, gosh, and you work, and obviously you're you're also working outside of doing art right now. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 the we're in the we're I in do the same like boat. A, I do like about three jobs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and actually, yes, I want to go on that. So tell us about that. You're one of the jobs you were actually uh, giving some wisdom and knowledge to some kids. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I like to do that and still the children to come with yeah. my crazy nonsense. Yes. Uh, but so I like I. I'm part of an outreach program and the outreach program is like for after school stuff and I'm teaching a photography club class after school uh, at Jackson Middle School mm-hmm. with a bunch of 13 year old girls that hang out with me it's a lot to handle I never saw myself being a teacher I never fucking saw <laughs> myself so you never really like when I ever. told people that I was going to be teaching they were like what the fuck <laughs> that was their little re- literal reaction they were just like what the fuck <laughs> And I was like, no, totally. I understand that. <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> so how that yeah, how that happened? So I I interned at the Center for Visual Artists in downtown at their gallery as Hell like yeah. a curatorial assistant type deal. Shout out to CVA. Yeah, shout out to CVA. Go there, buy some stuff, support local artists, but anyways. Yes. Um so I mean I've like learned a lot through them and then they actually run the after school program and everything right and so i knew some of the other people that worked there and luckily enough they liked me enough to be like hey tanner does photography y'all are wanting a photo club why don't you get a hold of him you were just like what yeah i mean they brought it to my attention and i was like they came to me about it and i was just like so you want me to teach middle schoolers photography 
with that tone and i wish y'all could see the face i'm making to go along with the tone and then you'd be like wow he's upset about that but anyways <laughs> um I took a couple of days to think it over, and I was like, you know, why the hell not? I was like, you know, I was in middle school once. I'm still kind of young. Like, I'll be able to, like, resonate with them a little bit because everyone hates middle school. Like, yes. I still hate middle school, and I'm not even in it, bro. Yes. But, <laughs> so I was like, I got this. First day coming out of it, I was like, I- I'm going to cry. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, I mean... So my first time going into it, I didn't know what to expect, and unfortunately, it's just like one of those schools that's like underfunded for a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, I think about that. Yeah, yeah. and so, I mean, that makes me want to help them that much more though. Yeah. That's what I was thinking coming out of it. I'm like, well, I really want y'all to get something out of this then, mm-hmm. like because I have all the equipment at hand that CBA has, you know, mm-hmm. let me use in order to like teach this class and everything, and. It's actually been going remarkably well. Yeah. Like, they all seem to like me, surprisingly. Um, I <laughs> no. like most of them. Okay. <laughs> You're honest. Honestly, it's great. Yeah, most of them. Sometimes they piss me off, and they know about it, but I'm always nice to them, at least. Yeah, Because I don't be. like to get mad at people. Yeah, I don't like to do it's that. It's exhausting. It is. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't like... Like, having to raise my voice in order to, like, discipline in a type of way is new to me. And I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Unless it's, like, talking to an animal or something. And that's what I, like, relate it to. It's, like, talking to an animal. And I'm like, y'all are animals. You're human. <laughs> and then I feel bad about it. <laughs> and so that happens. But it's been really good. Like, and I've managed, like, because they have a showcase at the end of this oh, program. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And so I talked to, like, the director that does it and managed to get them, like, they're going to have a couple of their photographs, like, printed and framed, and we're going to get them hung up so everyone can see it and see the awesome work that they've been doing. And so I was really happy that I got to get them that. That's that's rewarding. They've been enjoying themselves. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's 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 one of those crazy things life can throw at you. You just never know. I didn't know that I would actually end up enjoying it. Right. And it's surprising. I've always thought like photography would be so hard to teach. Like it's just you can start oh, it, it is. you can do you can teach it in so many different ways. Yeah, like I when I first started I was like, Okay, we're gonna start in manual and this is how this works, this is how this works. The second class I'm like, Everyone got it on auto? <laughs> Everyone got it on auto. Okay, let's go now. <laughs> let's do this. I'll go over <laughs> other stuff later. <laughs> it was just like that's it's, it's, it's a it's a process. Oh yeah, process. it is one of those mediums that people it's uh people just uh think it's a lot easier than it is. You oh, know what I'm saying? No, well, well, see, I mean, but that's like the whole like controversy right now. I feel is like with the instantaneousness of the photograph. Yeah, like you have your cell phones on you constantly. You're taking snapshots. You're posting to Instagram. Yep. You're posting to Facebook, and you're like. And I hate to be this person. Here we go. But I, I know! Oh. Go. But it's like, oh, I'm a photographer because I have a camera. Her, 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 her. I put a filter on that shit. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and I don't know. It just it aggravates me a little bit because I'm like, that's what kind of diminishes what I call my fine art. Yeah. Like, and... 
I'm actually, you know, along with the Venus series, I've kind of taken a break from it, but I am working on this series called Instantaneous. Okay. And it has to deal with this whole instantaneousness of the photograph nowadays. I'm using my Polaroid emulsion lifts. Mm -hmm. I've been using photographs from my, like, iPhone that I take. I've been doing time-lapse videos of, like, travel stuff and everything that I'm going to include with it. Because you can do all this stuff, like, all this editing stuff on your cell phones. Like... Necessary, like I know artists that I will not name that only shoot on their iPhones <laughs> and they print their work and it is fucking beautiful. Yes. And I get so pissed off yeah. because yeah. I'm like, I would have taken like 30 minutes to an hour to set that shot up and Absolutely. like, like did light meters and all this other stuff just to make sure my lighting was correct. <laughs> and, but I can appreciate it at the same time. Like I understand it. Yeah. But it is. It's just like. Everyone's a photographer nowadays. Yeah, is how it's know what you mean. At. Yeah, so it's hard to like. That's why I feel like photography is a harder medium to get yourself out it's there with. It's extremely hard. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think about it like that, but I mean, it does make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. You're like you have to really stylize yourself and set yourself aside as like, I'm a fine art photographer. Right. Like, and this is why. Look at my work. And this is it. I mean, yeah. and I think looking at your work, you know, it's like people are like, oh shit, okay, yeah, I, that is something I've never really seen. <laughs> I appreciate that. Absolutely. So, guys, you have so many avenues. Like, I'm wondering, what's the end goal? Like, what what do you? Is there is there an end goal? Of course, there's an end goal. Yeah. yeah. Dream wise, you know. Yeah. Like I'm at the center of visual artist right now, interning and like helping them curate stuff and like outreach and like do marketing stuff and everything so i would like to move my way up to like being a chief curator somewhere oh yeah i'd love to see that that's like big goals like just moving my way up to assistant associate then the chief and so because i love looking into other people's art yes like mm-hmm. other people inspire me so I, I love look that. at other artists that are like talking about stuff of our times and I'm just like this is how you're hitting on that that influenced me in this type of way yeah so it's like I just want to be surrounded by art constantly and curate it and show people off and wow let their work be shown and make it beautiful I love that you'll be a great curator I hope I would be yeah yeah and then still allow myself to make time for my own work yeah absolutely yeah that's number one yeah that's definitely number one do you think you'll stay in the south (sighs) um (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's a good question uh for now yes i'm going to stay in the south i feel like i need to establish myself more locally and in north carolina a little bit more before i start to spread out absolutely um because i feel like building local connections i'll always be able to come back and have the same people here Mm -hmm. and i mean that's not me talking in a way like oh i'm gonna use these people but like building bonds with people and being able to do that over a couple years and so after being here for like just a couple years after graduating it's like i know so many more people now (laughs) like because of my involvement within the community and knowing everyone but Eventually, I'm gonna get out of here. Absolutely, I'm gonna do that. You know, I, I want to applaud you on that because I think people, people who so make you know make a quick exit out of you know kind of where they are because they think other places are better or whatever, forget that how important it is to make those local connections. You know, because usually you just 
You don't know. I, I I was one of those people for a while. You know, I want to leave Greensboro so bad and whatever, yeah. and I still I still do. But like, I just I love that I you know I really stuck around here and really see who was, saw who was around here who had the same ideas that I had and you know just work with them and like it's it's been great. Oh yeah, because I mean, no matter where you go, you're gonna find some beautiful people. Yeah, everywhere. So you might as well find some beautiful hearted people where at you home are because yeah. it's always gonna be home. Yeah. Yeah, like, North Carolina is always going to be home to me, but, you know, one day I plan on going and making other homes yeah. in different areas. Right, and absolutely. And still coming back. Yeah, come out yeah. whenever you want to, you can come back. Exactly. Are there any places that kind of stand out to you that you would want to go to? Like, um, I mean, quick? Oregon's kind of speaking to me at the moment, just because I'm like, I've been here on the East Coast. Yeah. Granted, it's not like Upper East Coast, like where all the shit's bumping and whatnot, but... I would enjoy to see what it's like on the other side. I've always wondered that, you know. Yeah. I've I've interviewed people for for this podcast who live over there, and they say it's great. Yeah. Who are from here too? They say you know this is definitely different. I mean, obviously there's um, cons to each place, but like, I don't know. They they enjoy it. It's definitely different. They say. Yeah. See, and I I don't know. Something about me would just not want to do California. (laughs) Like I'm just like fuck. Everyone goes to fucking California. Yeah. But, I mean, not only that, it's just, like, that's too uppity of a scene for me. I'm too yeah. laid back for that. Like, I can get down with some bougie shit now, but I'm not about to, like, go all out like they do. Ooh. ooh Yeah, from what some of my friends have told me, it's just so outlandish. And I'm yeah. like, I can be outlandish, don't get me wrong, but like, not uh, to that extent. Absolutely. I have, I have, <laughs> I have limits. <laughs> I have limits, y'all. Yeah, so you might see Tanner on the east, on the west coast then. Damn, and that's, you know, a handful yeah. of years possibly. Yeah. So if you see him, say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Damn, so give us some advice for the for the people. Who, you've given us a lot of advice for this whole damn interview. <laughs> but maybe give us some more. Is this a long interview? Have I done no. a long interview? This is pretty. It's like it's a little over an hour right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. Okay, you're I don't good. know if you do long interviews. Yeah, I mean, we've done way longer, believe me. Oh, fuck yeah, then I'm doing perfect. I was yeah. like, I feel like I'm talking. Nah, about. you're good. We're okay. winding down right now. <laughs> yeah, so give us some advice for the people who are, you know, wanting to jump into this art thing. If you're wanting to jump into the art thing, fucking jump. Yeah. That's all I have to say is just jump wholeheartedly. Fuck yes. Like, if you know you want to do it, you fucking go for it. You don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Mm -hmm. And you put your heart and soul into that, and it'll do something for you. Like, if you put good things out there into the world, I fully believe good things will come back your way. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like... You're going to have to help some people along the way. You're going to have to allow people to help you throughout the way, even if you don't want them to. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to let that happen because you're not going to grow without it. So it's just like, let people in and go for it. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that, Tanner. And I want to reiterate something you said earlier. You need to cherish where you are locally. You know, make those connections and don't think you hate Don't hate the place you I don't know what I'm trying to say right now don't, don't hate the place you came from yes don't hate the place you came yeah. from you know what I'm saying Just make, make the best of it start where you are please um, but yes Tanner thank you so much this is thank wonderful thank you so much of course I where, appreciate it. where can we find you on the internet on the internet you can find me at tannermesser.gallery if you want to follow me on the IG, you can just do Tanner underscore Messer. I keep it simple. My shit's not that artistic when it comes to that. but uh, <laughs> Simple is good. Yeah, simple is good for me. Absolutely. But that's where you can find me. And if you love memes, add me on Facebook. Just 
my name. Absolutely. Tanner <laughs> Messer. I'm going to put all the links to all those things in the description. Please go support him. He's amazing. Look out for some future shows. Yes. We're going to see yes. one, we're going to see some of your stuff tomorrow. This podcast won't be out in time, but No, but yeah. We we'll gonna see, see it tomorrow. At, this, at CVA. Shout out to CVA. They sponsored this podcast. Oh yeah. Um but yes, thank you so much. You're the best ever. Oh, thank you. You're so lovely. Oh yes. <laughs> that was a great place to end it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit <it. laughs> no.